Angie for breakfast. Triple M's Inbox. G'day, thanks for stopping by. This is the Triple M Inbox. I'm your host, Angie. I host the breakfast show on Triple M Southwest, and I am the Southwest's biggest cheerleader. I always invite you to take part in this podcast so you can have the driving wheel on what you want to be talking about. The email, if you ever want to throw open a topic or a suggestion or something really awesome that's happened or maybe something that's not so awesome, southwest at triple au, And we had a group of people, group of concerned community members, I would say, get in contact with us this week. They work for Just Home, which is a homelessness charity for the Augusta Margaret River region. And this month, one of the founding members, Stu Carrick, has taken on the Bustleton Jetty Swim for the first time to fundraise, which is really cool. But some of the stats they also included in the email, like the fact Margaret River has some of the lowest incomes and the highest rental prices in the Southwest, and there are currently over 100 people in the Shire who are homeless, with another 400 people who are at imminent risk of becoming homeless, I thought, all right, this is the sort of topic that we can get our teeth into a little bit in a podcast setting. You know, it's hard to have a big, deep and meaningful about what is such a complicated problem in three minutes between a couple of pop songs. You know what I'm saying? So I caught up with Just Homes program manager, Alex Hughes. Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, my name's Alex Hughes. I'm the program manager for Just Home Margaret River. And Alex, I am so thrilled that you dropped into the Triple M inbox to discuss what has got to be the meatiest topic that we have discussed so far. <laughs> but it's it's one that um, we've seen discussed for the last couple of years, but it's really good to talk to you about what Just Home is, about what our community response has been to housing shortages and what some yeah. of the solutions are. So let's. what about if we start with the facts about Just Home and the housing yep. shortage in the region. Just Home is a very small organisation that was incorporated in 2017, so running for, what's that, five years plus. Before that, it was a group of volunteers, a group of community members coming together with the understanding that we know this is happening because we know the people, uh, something needs to be done about it. And we're stepping in into a space where there's there's currently nothing. There's no other supports in the southwest, uh, below Bustleton, um, for the AMR Shire, all the way go down to Augusta, to support people who are experiencing housing crisis and homelessness, which is a real thing. Uh, it's pretty confronting because I understand from the email that you guys sent that Margaret River has some of the lowest incomes and highest rental prices for the southwest. So the Shire themselves did a, a report back in 2017 um, and in that report, they found that based on uh, income, um, we're as affordable as Melbourne, which is the most unaffordable community in the country. So we're, we're under the bracket of severely unaffordable. Um, so there's a high demand. I mean, it's such a popular place because it's so amazing. Like more and more people want to move here. In fact, um, in the last five years, there's been an 18 percent increase uh, in our population. So that's more than anywhere else in the southwest. Um, and yeah, that's about, it's getting close to about 3000 people. So every year on average, about 250 new houses are built. Um, and I'm guessing that's going to be a lot more in the last 12 months. That's not including the last 12 months, but of that, none of those homes, are for people who are doing it tough. So there's a lot of people in our community 
who have a long-term residence, either they grew up here or they moved here a long time ago, who simply cannot afford to live. Um, so the affordability is just, you know, very, very, so, I mean, put it, put it this way. So we talk about housing stress. Um, we've got a higher than average, you know, in terms of WA, um, housing stress. So housing stress, just to explain, if you're spending more than 30% of your income on your rent or your mortgage, you're in housing stress and we're higher than the, the state average. Um, plus all those people doing the jobs that make the place so great, you know, working in the wineries, um, in hospitality, in tourism, um, are, are usually the ones who are doing it tough because it's casualized workforce. People took a big hit over COVID um, and, it, you know, they can lose hours very quickly. So they're propping up this, um, you know, critical uh, asset that people love to come and visit and, and you know, enjoy. But they're also the ones doing it tough. Um, I, I can really, I mean, I'm so grateful for, for my little place. I live in Bunbury. And, yeah. um, but I can look back in my history and definitely empathise from a first-hand perspective. I used to live in Caratha for a time. Mm -hmm. And obviously Caratha is, is quite a mining bubble. And everyone around me was earning, you know, six figures and big money in the mining yeah. industry. I was working in radio. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and I was yeah. working at the time in sales, which wasn't sort of a guaranteed wage. It was on commission as well. So there was that, yeah. that it wasn't always constant. And I remember at one stage um, when I was with my ex, the room we were renting in a share house with two other couples in one house and we were paying $500 a week in rent. And it yeah. was so stressful when we split up. And I think these are the people that you're talking about when, when yeah. people get a bit lost. Um, so when we split up, I had to find somewhere else to live. I ended up mm. living in a probably illegally converted sea container at the back of a house. And I was still mm. paying $250 a week rent to live in a sea container. Like it, it's full on. And there's, no, you feel so helpless. You're speaking, you know, to a lot of people's situations here. So we see, so just home. So we do, we offer different services. One of them is a housing and information and referral service. So people who are struggling come to us and they get information or referrals. 52% um, of the people that come to us are already homeless. So there's different types of homelessness. Um, you can be street homeless. That's the kind of one pe people, you know, think about. But there's also the couch surfers, people living in tents, people living in the bush, um, you know, couch surfing, all this kind of the difference. And 50% are currently homeless. The other 50 are on the precipice. So they're just hanging in there, just keeping, you know, it together. And, and everyone knows, you know, the area. We have such low vacancy rates. Like I jumped online yesterday just to check what was available in the whole Shire, all the way from like Kawaram up down to Augusta. There's 10 houses, 10 houses available, and the average cost per week is $650. And they're four by twos generally, generally speaking. And that's just out of reach. For If you're a single mum who's, you know, did have a partner, but not anymore for whatever reasons, um, or you're an elderly person, so that's 25% of the people we see over 60 years old. Um, trying to obtain a big house for that much money is just not possible. So we have low, uh, sorry, low vacancy and high cost. And meanwhile, the juxtaposition of this, 27% of the houses in the Shire of AMR are empty. I mean, these, these are typically holiday homes, second homes. Um, That's hard so to yeah, a massive, 
yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird um, combination. And we understand, you know, the area is a tourist area and, and it benefits from having that, you know, that label. But it's a funny thing that we have to deal with where we've got empty homes and then old people, um, single mums, um, people with disabilities who are camping in campgrounds and have no opportunities. So it's it's something we have to have to tackle. We have to deal with this. What has our response as a community been so far? How are we doing? Yeah, so I mean, people are concerned. Um, generally, we have a lot of volunteers at Just Home, so we have a lot of people stepping forward who want to help. I think people understand. I mean, everyone knows there's a housing crisis. I think one thing we need to get better understanding of is who are the people that are going through this. Because there's a lot of stigma, there's a lot of myths, I think, that needs um, debunking uh, about who these people are. And like I said, you know, 25% are, are elderly, they're over 60, 10% being over 70. Also, we, you know, just like any community, have people who are doing it tough. You know, they, they've either been hit by trauma or something's happened. Um, so I think it's, it's a community effort to be more compassionate towards these people and not just go, well, you know, you should have planned ahead or mm. why don't you work harder and, and all these things that get perpetuated that just not useful, not, are it? not true. Yeah. No, it's, it's not helpful because Margaret River, Augusta, the Shire is an amazing place to live with amazing people. We have a huge volunteer um, community and there's a lot of strengths in that. But I think the way we keep community strong is by looking after everybody, including those who are doing it tough. So any ideas on how to fix it? <laughs> I assume if it was easy, it would have been fixed by now. So I'm expecting a, a big and difficult answer. <laughs> I mean, there's different levels of uh, solutions. I mean, the ultimate solution is housing, but housing that that um, addresses the needs of all community. We can't keep just building developments, you know, where they're suitable for only a certain type of, of personal family. There needs to be uh, affordable income, sorry, affordable housing. Uh, there needs to be more social housing. So that's a combination of public housing, so government built and community housing. And there needs to, yeah, there, there needs to be a movement towards that. So we can't keep building 250 new homes every year and not think about even one of those or even five of those or even 10 of those being um, suitable for people who are doing it tough. That was one of the um, solutions that came through in Karatha while I was there. They they built the Warambi Service Workers Village. And okay. it was, oh, I'm trying to think of how many houses it was, but I think it was between sort of 20 and 30 ha houses. Um, yeah. That demountable style and feel, and they were sort of like in their own like little community and you had to apply um, to get the house and it gave so much relief to people who were like hairdressers and working in bars yeah. and things like that. So um, it would be great because there are solutions to this. Like this isn't the first place that this has happened. So this is happening all over the country and we need to we need to network and bring in all these ideas and then, you know, get some action happening. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and it, like I said, I mean, it's been in the last five years an 18% increase. So the pressures are getting more and more. Um, so it's becoming more and more important not that it was never important, but more and more dire in terms of the situation. So it requires solutions faster. Mm. So we have been engaging uh, towards the end of last year, the Minister for Homelessness, uh, Housing and Homelessness, 
uh, John Kerry and also his office. So they came down actually last week and we sat with them and talked about these issues. And we've got solutions on the table for these long-term housing plans. Even we've got you know, a housing task force set up. We've got an alliance, which uh, is a combination of um, AMR Rotary, Accord West, which is a community housing provider, and Just Home, who really want to get going and build um, eight or nine um, units. Uh, so we, we're coming up with community solutions, but we do need, you know, the power to be government yeah. to support us in those solutions. It's Come very on. hard to do that all on your own. Come on, WA. We've got some of the, the richest assets on the planet and all the resources under the sun for export. So let's see some of that money going to situations like this so people can continue to just live and enjoy being West Australian. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well said. Alex, I really appreciate the conversation. It's a big one and, and you know... I'm not an expert in any sort of level, but hopefully this has given an opportunity to, to for people to listen to a conversation about a bigger problem and it might, you know, shake some ideas loose and get some lips moving um, because unfortunately we can plan all these things for 12, 18, 10 years, uh, but we need solutions now and it's just so hard for the people on the ground who, who are picking up their family and moving their tent around. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. That's right. And and look, if, if there's people out there in the community um, who want to be part of the solution, they're more than welcome to get in touch and visit our website and, and email through. We're, we're a part-time team. We're a very small community organization. But I think with our volunteer base, we have a lot of power and we do a, we do a, a lot of work. So I explained the service, but we also did a lot of advocacy work and community development work to get these initiatives and solutions off the ground. I mean, look, we're always asking for land, for, you know, people want to donate um, houses, anything. I mean, that's obviously big picture. Um, sponsorship, uh, if you've got skills you want to bring. I'm, I'm going to be filming some videos soon uh, to illustrate what, you know, the people are going through. So these things, I mean, I'm a strong believer of community are the best people to solve community issues. So, I mean, although we need the support from government, I think it always should start and end with community. What an absolutely perfect sentiment to finish on with Alex there. It's got to start with community. So I hope this podcast this week has maybe challenged a couple of perceptions about who is homeless, who is suffering, and maybe you've had a realisation about there is something that you can do or an idea that's rattled loose. If there is, geez, we'd love to hear from you. And if there's anything else that you would like discussed in a little bit more detail here, you can email us southwest at triplem.com.au. I'll catch you next time on the Triple M Inbox.